feel comfortable sitting down. I'm kind of stumbling because I got vertigo today, of all things. The devil didn't want me to preach, I'm telling you that. <laughs> well, I don't think he had his way. I think he did fine. Hey, thank you so much, Brother John, for, share, for sharing. You, and I appreciate you, uh, Brother John's heart. And uh, I got the opportunity to, to use your book, Letters to Timothy, as a class textbook for several yeah. years when I taught at Southern. And, and uh, he's one of the pillars of our convention. And uh, hey, I wanted you to share some things. You went down and you, t- you touched several things uh, uh, about things to watch for. But you shared something. It was over 20 years ago. I heard you in a Q&A about uh, guys that you, I think you went to seminary with or you pastored around, and you wrote their names in the front of your Bible. And I, these, these guys would really be blessed by that story because we have an incredible challenge in our convention today about integrity. So would you share that? My father-in-law had three earned doctorates. He has a great pastor, great Baptist church. David Jeremiah is the pastor there now out in California, changed the name and moved. When I, I've been married three or four or five years to his daughter, beautiful old Dean, and um, God called me to preach. I told him, he said, Johnny, I'll be praying for you, son. He said, I've observed that the ministry is the toughest thing on earth. He said, only 20, one in 10 men who make it, who start off in ministry, make it all the way to the end, 65. I didn't tell him, but I didn't believe it. So I wrote the names down of 25 of my contemporaries and peers, guys in the 20s just starting out. When I hit 65, only four were there. Freddie Gage, Charlie Graves, Hal Brooks, and my roommate, Ronnie Dunn. Four out of 25. And I've observed that men quit because of morals, money for pressure, get to make money on the side, get preoccupied, um, conflict over leadership, and discouragement. Start off with a big dream. Forget the big dream. Forget about being faithful where you are and let Jesus Christ build the church. Amen. Well, Tim, we have uh, uh, moral failure. It seems like a record pace. I had a, a church planner just call me last week and just confess to his wife he'd had an right. affair. And, and um, uh, what, what would you say to young church planners and pastors today on uh, the boundaries they need to, to lay out Good. and uh, the importance of having date nights and things like that, I know. But what do you think, what do you think would be the key? Because I just don't get it. I mean, I don't right. get what right. they're thinking to right. uh, throw away absolutely everything. And what would you suggest? Well, I want to say, first of all, that thank you for the redemptive spirit that you have. Uh, the Assemblies of God have a restoration division of the whole denomination. I'm working with two men right now that fell 20, 10 years ago, greatly re- re- restored in churches and ministry now. Um, there's not, no temptation in the world like a, a drop-dead gorgeous gal, mm. and it never goes away. I'm, I'm 78 years old, and I ain't blind. <laughs> well, what do you think about theology? Let's talk about uh, theology. Here's, here's what I'd say. Here's what I'd say. Early morning prayer and Bible study. And the Bible says that the Word of God is, is the sword of the Spirit. It's a spiritual battle. And when you, when you memorize Scripture, fill your mind with it. When the temptation comes, Jesus three times on the mount answered all the temptation with the Word of God. The Holy Spirit will bring out of your mind 
that verse. You just quote it. You just sing it. You just say it. And he will fight the devil for you. A temptation subsides. Never, so early morning prayer and Bible study. Um, never be alone with a woman, ever. And your secretary in your office cut a big hole in the door with a glass. Everybody be, see what's going on there. Have that date light night with your woman. And uh, well, I, 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 I hate to do this because I, I ain't trying to sell books. But online and in our books where you can get a new book I wrote called Love is Something You Do. And Love is Something You Do is, I was on Family Life today and they said it was the best book they, they'd read. They, they had to have me interviewed about, about how to keep the love again. Everybody falls in love. We get attracted emotionally. It always fades to be in love with somebody, which is better than that. And, but we don't realize that loving somebody, the talking to your wife, the relationship, the, the, the giving, the earning your leadership, then that makes her a better person. Then she loves you back. Mm-hmm. You serve her, she loves you. It gets richer. Marriage is not supposed to harden our heart. supposed to enrich us. So a lot of the date night, uh, the prayer, the hole in the window, don't, don't be with women. But, but spend time with your wife. Mm-hmm. Three or four nights a week, my wife and I sit on the couch, I'll be trying to TV, just talk. Mm-hmm. That's a great woman. Get to know her. Mm-hmm. We live too fast. Time, time, time. That's so important. And I'm not internet savvy. I still call it an email machine. But um, <laughs> they got a great program, Covenant Eyes. Get on it. Get on it. Well, looking back over your ministry, it's amazing. I was in, uh, I think it was Oklahoma last summer. Right. And uh, went to the big camp there where mm-hmm. they had thousands of kids. And, Falls Creek. Yeah, Falls Creek. Falls Creek. I, we started going to the auditorium and looked up and... It's the John Bassanio Auditorium. Mm-hmm. And like, my word, he, the guy's everywhere. But uh, um, tell me, when you look back at your ministry, you've had incredible impact and influence. Is not only the list of people on that list, but people uh, that you've influenced throughout the years. What is one thing you'd tell a young, say, a young seminary graduate, if it's just one thing that you need to remember, remember this? What would it be? Never, never wander far from the cross. Quick story, I think, might be a nice place to finish. I know we got a big schedule. Um, I came out of the Dixieland band world. Jazz, nightclub, babes, booze, the works. I was only 19, but I had still been in that world big time. I was holding the youth revivals at OBU, driving back and forth, little level offering, 60 people. I preached for five years before I ever saw 100 people together in one place at one time. I'm driving home one night from Vian, come through Vianna, Oklahoma. My car breaks down. A guy wires the U-joint back together in a 49 Ford. I was preaching at, at Toad Suck Ferry. That's the name of the place. Kind of church I was in. <laughs> First Baptist, right? <laughs> right. And I'm going back home, destroyed a little church. Car broke down. I think, what am I doing here? The devil was always pulling me to come back. You, you don't learn how to play Dixieland. It's born in your soul. I turn on the, I remember one night coming from Vianna, I turn on the radio. And I was just was struggling. From the downtown High atop the, uh, the, from the beautiful Parisian room, high atop the downtown Roosevelt Hotel, New Orleans, New Orleans Louisiana, it's the music of Tony Almarico and the Dixieland All-Star. Take it away, Tony. Well, my blood started to pump. Oh, the devil wanted me to come back. I switched over the, cha- the radio, and old Bev Shea was singing, I'd rather have Jesus than anything this old world affords today. The devil said, come on back. Jesus said, look what it, the, the struggle, it's not there like it used to be, but I, 
I go around all day long in my heart. I'm singing the old rugged cross. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I know it fell on me. There's room with the cross for you. Love him, pray, get close in the, that's the answer. Don't wander far from the cross. <laughs> By the way, I kept driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brother John, I want, I want you to know that um, we are indebted to you Thank and you. thankful uh, to you and for uh, who you are and the investment you've made in the generations to come. I'm so, so happy to be here. Well, My favorite thing is young preachers. Go get them, guys. God bless you. <laughs> don't, you don't you love Brother John? I know you think you <laughs> Thank you.